Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They his buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Happy Tuesday to you. March 14th, 2023. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Tuesday morning. It's cold. It's snowing. It's going to be a little bit warmer than it was yesterday, but uh, still, we'd like it to probably be a little bit uh, bit warmer Um, in our springtime in Kentucky. Confirmed it was a false spring. Or is this a false winter? Who? I don't know. The trees thought it was real spring. Feel bad for the trees. Feel real bad for them. What I happens think, to the trees? Are they just stuck in in-between land? I think majority rules. I, I think we entered into spring. And this is just kind of winter's last punch. Mm. Last gasp, if you will. It's going to be cold today, but then tomorrow it's going to be in the 50s. I won't complain about 50s. Then Saturday and Sunday, the weekend, it's going to get cold again, unfortunately. What the hell? But then, I think we're, like, back into it for the foreseeable future. Woo! Then we're back in, like, the 50s, 60s for forever. Well, we don't need good weather to watch basketball all weekend. No, you don't. I mean, I, it makes it a little bit better. It, makes it is It a little nice, bit more fun right. when you can have the outdoor setups rocking and rolling. But, oh, well, you'll have to stay inside this go-around for the... For the NCAA tournament. I was trying to think. like uh, Thursday and Friday look okay enough. I was thinking back on some previous NCAA tournament setups. And what I realized is that part of the reason why the Indiana win in the Sweet 16 um, was so, what's the word I'm looking for? Seen, but maybe not necessarily watched on my part. I I probably should go back and watch that game. not a lot of details clear from it, but we had uh, somebody in their outdoor setup. Not only did we have a projector on the screen, but they had also got the Walmart pool out, and uh, after the game, people were jumping off of the roof into it. So, oh. yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. That does sound like a good time. And I just remember thinking, like, I would die if I just tried to do a backflip off of the roof of a garage. Are you a backflipper? Never, uh, no, not not. Never contorted your body backwards. Not backwards. Maybe forwards. Yes. On a trampoline, they used to call me Mister Backflip. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah, my friends call me Whiskers. I do that, yeah. That's because you're curious like a cat. Yep, yep. Scoots, how are you this Tuesday morning? I'm good. I'm a little cold. Like you mentioned, it's not the warmest outside, so... Wasn't wasn't a big fan of having to warm up my car this morning. I haven't had to do that in quite some time, so yeah, but I'm good. Thermostat being on sixty had to be a, a brutal wake up call this morning. It was on sixty four, so I was okay. Getting out of bed, I was fine. Just not till you got to the car. Yeah, I walked outside and I was like, "What the hell's this?" A lot of people have been wondering what Scoot sleeps in. A bed. Well, a bed off the floor now. Yeah. But, like, do you have your jammy jams? Do you wear, like, the 19th century sleep cap mm. and gown? Scoots strikes me as a sleep cap. I definitely could see him being a sleep cap and gown sort of dude. Uh, you got the little, like, lever on the back just in case you need to I, you need to go. I think we all know what Scoop sleeps in. I don't. I don't. Because if you have your thermostat at 64, I may think that you're sleeping a long sleeve T-shirt and sweatpants. Well, he probably is just... Whatever he passes out him, I watch a lot. Hey, so, ha! it's it's not. I'm not consistent with what I sleep in. Like there's some nights where I'll sleep in Same. sweatpants and a t-shirt or a long shirt, and then there's other nights I'll sleep in like a basketball shorts and, and t-shirt. Other nights I'll sleep in my boxers and a t Whoa. and no t-shirt. Like it's, I'll switch it up a lot. Always a t-shirt though. No, in the summertime I never wear a t-shirt yeah, to bed. Yeah. Okay, Do you ever good. go all natural? Uh, not no. No, I don't. No. I don't I don't really enjoy that. I don't I don't know why. Not unless you're taking a little nap at Walmart. That's right. Hey oh. <laughs> Excuse, I'm curious. I so, just think it you could get cold with the thermostat. It's like waking up cold is probably the worst way to wake up. Like where you wake up and you're just like, I, I don't think I can get out of bed because I will freeze. I will freeze. Yeah, but um, then you have like tile floors. I know some of you fancy rich people out there, maybe even Roush, have heated floor tiles in their bathroom. Not me. Ours is like it's heated just because the thermostat is right underneath oh, where the, nice. yeah. uh, like you stand at the vanity or whatever. Uh-huh. So it just kind of hits you right in the, in the toesies. Um, but no, 64, that, that's, that's toasty there, Scoots. Yeah, yeah. It feels all right. Yeah. yeah and I, I sleep with two Three. fans too. One of them's remote control, Ooh. so I have both of my fans turned off before I get out of bed. So I I avoid the whole get let's get not get colder thing. Good, good, good to hear. I'm I'm curious because yesterday you told me that you were going to a place, a place that I've been to hundreds of times, but have never actually been inside. You went to the meetup location for. Where Adam and Luck, Luckett and I, and I guess now Stephen Peake, he'll meet up with us sometimes there. But when we make our treks to Lexington, this is our, our our meetup spot. We've never actually eaten there. You got to eat there. Was it the the, the bee's knees? It, it was. So TJ TJ's probably a little confused right now. I went to a buffet last night for a friend's birthday. Um, yeah, Roush, it is massive. I, I didn't know where to go. I, I truly did not know where to go. There were just lines of food everywhere, which, granted, it's been probably nine, ten years since I've been to a buffet. Yeah, I was going to say, I, buffets, I felt like that was a very popular uh, high school sort of deal when, you you know, your just body is a natural garbage disposal and you can just shove food exactly. in there without any consequence whatsoever. Those were the best days. But I don't know if I, like, know how I would be able to handle a buffet. You can't. I'll be the first to tell you, you cannot handle it. I ate entirely too much last night, and then the thing was happening where, I don't know if you all ever experienced this, but you get so full that you literally cannot breathe right because your stomach's like poking into your lungs, and it's like, what did I do here? 
It was it was pretty miserable, oh, but it was man. really good. It was really really good. So buffet place off sixty four that you all all meet up at. Mm-hmm. Is it the Blankenbaker exit? Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got yeah, an idea. yeah. Yeah. Really. Stiff good. that one out, Teach. I was just the. First yeah. one have I, you it, ever it, been it, there? I don't think I would have had a guest number two. <laughs> <laughs> but the seat, no, the, no. did you have any crab crab legs? No, I didn't. No, but no, did I didn't you have passing up crab legs. I didn't see any crab legs. Oh, but they I had. Was say. They had thousands of other. I guess Scooch doesn't pass up crab legs. Yeah. I ate some sushi. They have sushi there. Sushi. It was buffet. good. That seems risky. It. Uh, that's why I only ate like three or four pieces because that was my exact mindset. I was like, what am I doing here? Four pieces of sushi. Like, this this is maybe not my smartest decision. So I just stopped i actually left two pieces on my on my plate because i was like I, this seems dangerous <laughs> he got five or six pieces but he only ate three or four of them because he's scared about them <laughs> well i'm a, i'm hesitant with sushi anyways like you can't trust it everywhere you know no we have but it's just funny that that's your threshold because like the one thing that is nice about a buffet <laughs> is that you don't feel any remorse if it's just like all right well i'll put some on my plate and if i try and i don't like it you know who cares yeah the servers are used to it. They pick up plates with stuff on it all the time. All the time. This wasn't one of those buffet places where it was like, get as much you can on this plate, and that's your plate. No. No? No, I went up like four times. Gotcha. Yeah, because there are some where it's, uh, it's, one, like it's one and done. Hey, one plate, I remember back in the day, it was like one plate was five ninety nine or maybe six ninety nine. And when you were in high school just... or even college, it was like, okay, we can afford this, and we're starving, it was a science, Roush. The mm-hmm. way that, and some of my friends smarter than me, they like I would just watch them and the way that they would like. All right, you you want to put your eggs on last because technically the way you hold your bowl, you can keep your eggs on with your fingers and they're not going to get mad. Like they had a down pat where right, you were getting right. like it seemed like fifteen pounds of meat on this little plate. Of course, it wasn't that much. Love the videos now that have become viral of people at Chinese. Oh, are they out there doing stuff like that? It's like. They asked the person at the Chinese for some extra chicken, and it's just it, the the poor styrofoam containers are just barely holding up. Yeah, barely holding up. Yeah, those those were good days. And then you're right, not having to worry about it, just being able to go to town and eat as much as you want. The best part about it, though, Roush, I can't tell you how much it costs um, because the lady that invited me. So I was there with some coworkers uh, I've gotten really close to over the years. So it's. It was all a bunch of Hispanics. Like, there must have been 30, 35 Hispanics there, which was made it a heck of a lot of fun with me knowing Spanish. Um, but I get up to leave, and I go to the lady who invited me, who's the cousin of the birthday girl. And I was like, "How's this? how does it work out where we pay? And she was like, oh, don't worry about it. I already got it. I was like, wait, what? She was like, yeah, I paid for everybody. I was like, you paid for every single person in this room? She was like, yeah, no problem. She's a housekeeper. I don't know how the hell she afforded to pay for everybody in that room. And I feel really bad today. Like, I, I feel like I need to do something for her. Did you leave a nice tip, at least? I, I, I didn't know what to do. Oh, I just walked no. out. You didn't well, tip? Scoots isn't used to have, you know, people ever covering his tap. I'm, I'm not. No, that was really strange. Yeah. So it's just, I, and, it's and, just a kind gesture. That's well, and all. she's, she's super nice, so I imagine she probably left a pretty fat tip. So Did you... Did you say, hey, let me chip in on the tip? That's really nice of you. I'd love to help out. I didn't. It, I was kind of, it wasn't, I wasn't thinking clear, guys. I, I was just shocked in the moment. Like, well, you paid for all these people. How did you do that? Favorite thing you had at the buffet? Uh, Probably the General Sal's chicken. Mm. Mm. It was pretty solid. Threw it, threw it on some fried rice. 
Yeah, that was good stuff. Nice little Monday night for Scoops. Yeah, I was pretty happy. And then you're back to the radio jobs today. That's right. Roush was on Spears with Beers Man, what a, hoot, what a hoot that was. That was a good time. Real real big hoot. <laughs> I really enjoyed that call from Lyndon Larry. <laughs> Took a shot at Roush. Did y'all yeah. really get a call from Lyndon Larry? Lyndon Larry, Lyndon Larry called in. Yeah. He's never called on any time I've been producing for Spears. Uh, uh, he called yesterday. Must have been Lyndon TJ. Really, really gave him the fist. Uh, yeah, he really <laughs> went after Roush. Kind of sounds like Lyndon TJ. He asked Spears. Uh, about what size the bases are these days in baseball, <laughs> and I was listening live, and I don't think I don't think uh, Spears even answered. Linda wow! Later. So yeah, that was that was a good time hearing you all talk brackets and all other sorts of nonsense. Do you know Lyndon Larry? No, I don't know who. I thought it was cool. I was like, Linden's oh, a, guy, a small town. I was like a guy from Linden. Uh, may know him. Did not know him. Sexy voice though, but did not <laughs> know him. Uh, Scooch will be back on today, so that'll be fun. And I learned uh, yesterday, St. X, number one team in the 7th region. DeSales, number one team in the 6th region in baseball. Wow. wow. Baseball town. Wait, you and John talked baseball and you didn't throw a fit? I mean, he. he the, the thing that's fun about doing uh, the Spears show that I realized, he just, like, will just throw some stuff at you. But it's <laughs> only an hour. You can fit. So a, fast. A, yeah, you can yeah. just, like, uh, I'm sure he's got some thoughts about the, the perfect game today. There, what per, what perfect? there was a perfect game in the World Baseball Classic, but it ended in eight innings because it was a run rule. And it oh, was, that's interesting. I think multiple pitchers as well. So, yeah, very uh, very odd. I haven't looked at the World Baseball Classic. How did we do last night? We beat Canada? Did we? I don't know. I didn't see the... Oh, we played Canada. That's yeah. Canada. Let me look. The games are a little too late for my liking. Oh, they're terribly late. I'm not sure what, what the... We won 12-1. to 1. Nice. <laughs> Suck at Canada. Yeah. The worst. The neighbor that we can beat to the north. By the way, Scoots, your your baseball takes yesterday about China being good. Yeah. Yeah. They're I mean they're what 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 makes you say that again? I mean, they may not be good this year, but I think historically they're pretty good. How often do you ever see China in the Little League World Series? Mm, I feel like at least once every four three, four years. It's always so Japan, thinking, dude. Are you thinking of Chinese Taipei? Which is is that not what? the same? Ooh, no. Yeah. That's, Which, by the way. That's why, maybe what I was thinking, yeah. But I, I do, I'll like, it. It, it, like, when are we going to finally just, like, all right, China? You, wow. I do find it interesting that, like, Olympic committees and the World Baseball and the World League World Series and the World Baseball Classics, like, okay, China, we'll do exactly what you say. But they do. Uh, by the way, Scoots, by the looks of it, China only has 17 people on their baseball world classic team, at Whoa. least according to this graphic. That's not good. And only three of them have any sort of minor league baseball experience. None of them have major league baseball experience. Yeah, I, I admittedly was probably thinking of Chinese Taipei, which is somewhat embarrassing, but oh well. I think the, one of those guys that threw the perfect game got a minor league contract yesterday. That's pretty cool. It's a world baseball cool. classic. Yeah. Maybe not so bad after all. Wow. Although um, I'm still just haven't watched. Haven't watched. What's it even played on? Uh, all the Fox networks. Gotcha. Fox, so got Fox Sports One. Fox gotcha, Sports Two. Gotcha. Fox Sports. Today the United States does not play, mm. but they get back to action. On Wednesday against Columbia. That was a big win last night. Got us the 2-1 and one in pool play. It puts us at currently atop of pool play, but again, losing to Mexico. You shouldn't lose to Mexico. You shouldn't lose to anybody in pool play. Oh, we beat Great Britain in baseball. Cool. Great Britain, eh? 
Oi. I thought we were playing the cricket. <laughs> text on into the Thornton's text line. Stop on into a Thornton's today. Get yourself a oh, breakfast sandwich. Man, tried new the new biscuits Southern yesterday. Biscuits. Roush had it, and he loved it. Yeah, it was scoots. awesome. Yeah, yeah. You might ha- you're you're gonna have to get away from the croissant for a little while. Okay. Because it's got the nice uh, the nice texture where there's a nice little crisp edge there. It's it's a night and day upgrade from their former business. I actually haven't been on the croissant for a while. You got Ooh. me turned on to those freaking burritos, and I can't get off of them. Man, see, I cannot do it. Thorns, just so many options, so great. Download the refreshing boards app. Try some today. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. Always a great time inside of Thornton's to get your morning started off on the right foot. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. Uh, this is a usually go a little longer in the first segment, but we'll take a break here. And then we'll come back and we got to talk about some of the things John Calipari said last night. Sports. Get back into some sports topics. Uh, first four tonight? First four. You get the NCAA tournament up going technically tonight. I believe the Sweet Sweet 16 starts tomorrow? Yes, correct. Tomorrow. You have to have your brackets filled out before those games tip off? No. no. Not okay. until Thursday by noon. Good deal. Do you need your brackets to be ready to go? Although I do feel like today is the day where I just finally get it done. Because I, I kind of did my hemming and hawing yesterday. You click around. You're like, I kind of like this. But I think today is where I just need to put my foot down. And Yeah, I'm going to finalize my bracket today. I did a rough draft yesterday. Saw saw, saw some things I like. Saw some things that I'm probably going to circle back to. Oh, but uh, And I've got a bone to pick with you, too, by the way. Oh, well, we can. About tonight's game, Southeast Missouri State versus Texas A&M Corpus <laughs> Crispy, Crispy. Which Crispy. Roush thought was in Missouri. Crispy. Southeast Missouri is in Missouri. I thought it was an island. I thought they were the Islanders. You just missed the Corpus Christi. John literally said Texas A&M Corpus Christi, and you were like, oh, Kansas City or Missouri. Because they're playing Southeast Missouri, Scoots. It's the Islanders that I was confused about. I didn't know Corpus Christi was an island. I see the confusion now. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little peninsula off the... And I was also thinking, too, that there's a little part... In southeast Missouri, where the Mississippi River bends, and I thought that they were just going to be like in this weird bend, and that might be why they called them the Islanders. Oh, that that was I thought it'd be some weird because there's something weird geographically there where part of Kentucky is in Missouri, and it's 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 there's a weird thing there. I don't know exactly what it is, but I know it's weird. I thought that was it. Scoots, you take out your socket, oh, buddy. Are you talking about the part of Kentucky you can only get to by going through Tennessee or crossing the river? Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, uh, I've looked at that. It's okay. weird. It looks crazy on the I wasn't, map. I, that's where my brain was, so I was thinking a little crazy. That's fine. Good but, explanation. I'm good. You don't have to get so mad about it. Oh, <laughs> ah, <laughs> Radio! Roush is your fr- or Scoots is your friend. We got Pitt and Mississippi State, the other games tonight. Is that tonight. the night one, too? What, that's the late one, yeah. They, they know what they're doing. They put the, they put the 16 sure. seeds early. They put the other ones later. We, we know how that goes. Just we know them, how it goes. Just play all mid-major teams. Then tomorrow you get 16 seeds early, Fairleigh Dickinson and Texas Southern, and then the late night Nevada-Arizona State, which I, I really could not care oh. uh, a great deal about Nevada and, uh, you know, and uh, Arizona State, to be honest. Steve Alford coaches Nevada? I, I learned I that yesterday. I did. The Pitt Mississippi him. State game could be interesting. Mississippi State is not good at scoring whatsoever, but they right. probably will have the best player on the floor in that game. Right. So that'll and, be interesting to see. And we can I just really want the ACC to lose every game. Just what if so, they beat the SEC though? Well, do you be embarrassed? 
No, no. But it, it, then, that's, then the first pretty nicely. For then, you. then the first four won't matter, right? That's that's you just like. Well, this isn't the real NCAA tournament. Now, if they win the next game, then it's the real NCAA tournament. Funny to think we did live in a time not long ago at all that this was. This is the first round, and if you call it anything else, so damn stupid. you, stupid. That was like what, then, two years. If you win, you advance to the second round. And the second round was when every other team played. Yeah, made no sense. That was wild. Wild times. All right, we're going to take our first break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk basketball. John Calipari had a lot to say last night. And when some people aren't whining or crying about his sarcastic takes, you can actually find some pretty interesting parcels of information. Mm. And he had some of those yesterday. Did he call out a player? We'll come back. We'll talk about it. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Gale. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Best wedding I've ever been to. I got six numbers. One more would have been a complete telephone number. It's big pimpin', baby. That's right. Big pimpin', spinning cheese. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call. You know why? AM. Head on over to ShadyRays.com for 25% off your entire order when you use promo code Big X. And it's an order that keeps on giving to a certain extent. If you lose or you break your pair of Shady Rays, you can get a replacement pair. Just pay a small processing fee, get your order sent right back to you. Like it's brand spanking new. They don't care if they were lost, stolen, broken. You misplaced them or you just have them and you want to go in on your replacement pair they don't ask any questions it's incredibly easy it's a process i've gone through myself and it just makes you buy with confidence knowing i'm getting these sunglasses and if something happens to them or i just want another pair of them little processing fee boom get it right back and get another order entirely if you get your sunglasses and you don't love them 30-day money-back guarantee. They don't ask any questions about why you don't like them or what's wrong with them. They'll just give you your money back. You give them the sunglasses back. It's a good way to do business. You can see why they've got over 200,000 five-star reviews. And do not forget the promo code BIGX to check out. Save you 25% off. I saw you rocking the Shady Rays on your uh, St. Patrick's Day celebration, TJ. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't go. If the sun is out, I'll have my Shady Rays on. They're great. Get compliments from them. See a lot of other people wearing them. It's good company. So uh, good company. A little advice too, if you're thinking about investing in Shady Rays for the first time. First off, don't know what took you so long. Secondly, not going to shame you for that. Thirdly, get two, so you just have one in each car. Because n- nothing worse. I-, I was doing the thing where I had one in one car and then the other in the house, and you- sometimes you forget them or end up in the other one with the kids, and then I don't have sunglasses. Just, just have one in each car. They're always there, ready and waiting nice for you. nice thing about affordable, polarized quality sunglasses. Mm-hmm. You can. You can kind of afford, I'm going to leave this one here, and that's going to be my car sunglasses. I'll put this one in my wife's car. I'll leave this one at the office. You can do that with Shady Rays because they are affordable. Looks like UK is going to be back in the market, the assistant coach basketball market, Ralph. <gasps> KT Turner potentially on the move. What would you think about that? I thought it was... 
UT Arlington. Quicker than normal, right? Like, not that stuff like this doesn't happen, but it just, the timing of it did feel a little weird where, um, but it, it's been so long since a Cal assistant has been hired as a head coach that, does that, does that normally happen where assistant gets the job, but he's not finished doing the job, so he just keeps, stays on through the NCAA tournament and then hops on? I, the, the timing of it was a little odd, although the the fact that there were staff change-ups, not surprising. Yeah, I, I don't think it's unusual to hear names pop out. Now, if he's not with Kentucky on Friday, that I think would be a little, a little unusual weird. and yeah. a little different, especially for like if you were taking over Gonzaga, maybe that would be a job where you could drop everything and go, although even there, I think most coaches finish things out for the most part but like UT Arlington certainly Kentucky could finish what most aren't anticipating being a long tournament run before you go take over the UT Arlington job Uh, but no it's cool for KT Turner by all accounts he seems like a great dude a lot of people speak highly of him you're gonna hear some people that are doom and gloomers or just whine about everything I would ask those people like what exactly does KT Turner do that UK is gonna yeah and then just watch them kind of like flounder or make something up or just talk out of their butts. I would say that KT Turner is the most insignificant assistant coach since John Calipari has been to Kentucky. <laughs> like, and this doesn't diminish what he's done, but I just can't – I can't name – I don't even know if I can recognize his voice if I heard him speak. Like, he, He's just so very – haven't heard much from him, haven't heard much about him. We've had a couple that have been in and out quickly – but they were at least popular. You know, Slice was a popular guy because he was a charismatic personality. Jay Lucas wasn't here for very long, but we knew him as the recruit um, and as the kind of younger guy on the staff at the time. I just I, I can't tell you one thing about KT Turner. I have no nothing other than he has ties to Texas. And, and Roush isn't saying that, as you mentioned, not to be not to be rude. It's just he was not here long and won't it may not end up even being an entire year. And I mean, how many other, time, you know, the other guys did the media opportunities for the most part. KT had a few right media but, opportunities, but the but other yeah, guys just, are also the bigger person. You know, Orlando Antigua, Chin Coleman; those are a lot bigger kind of personalities. You didn't get like multiple summers of maybe brushing into KT Turner out in the road or recruiting events right, or hearing right. a story here or there. So, yeah, it was a, a quiet stint for him at UK. If he ends up being the UT Arlington coach, as everybody is suggesting. And Kentucky will be back in the assistant coaching pool market, and Roush already mentioned them, but oh, man. what about a little Jay Lucas coming back? Then the <laughs> next year he goes back to Duke. I've and we, got just ro- we rotate them. a much more entertaining Jay in mind. <laughs> and that's our pal, Josh Passner. Jay Wright. Boo. ACC champion, Josh Passner. By the way, Jay I- Lucas, any staff he's been a part of, has not won a tournament game. Huh. A little fun fact. If Duke, lo- if Duke loses to Oral Roberts, you will oh. hear that stat thrown around a lot. I think they'll be okay, and I do think you, Jay gets his first on one. It? But he, that, there's a little dark cloud, and you're starting to see more articles written about it. Interesting. I think actually a texter on the text line pointed me out to it today. That's so great. we may get to that. Thanks, texter. Good you job, are the texter. best on the Thornton's text line. No, you're right, and uh, that's where we were going to turn the attention, is it does seem like Josh Pastner potentially could be – could be the we, next coach. We, we had board rumors that Temple's fired coach could be Aaron McKee also in consideration. Which, by the way, very funny that they said that he's going to stay on in an advisory role. They just don't want to pay his full buyout, so they're going to let him keep a job until he finds another one. 
like he's going to stay on payroll. Oh, very, very, that is awkward. It's such a poor school mentality that, that, that way to go is. about it. Yeah, uh, the, not, gone downhill ever since Bill Cosby got uh, gotten gotten trouble. Uh, but Josh Pastner, people forget he has more ACC championships than the University of Louisville. Oh, people do forget that. People do forget that. People also forget that he was the witness on John Calipari's contract. Kyle Tucker sent out some smoke signals the other day. Um, but yeah, Josh was all lined up to be on Cal's first staff. I don't think he just expected to get the Memphis job. No, he didn't. <laughs> uh, it was kind of a surprise to a lot of people. He was young, and then obviously wasn't going to stay at UK when Memphis is offering you the head coaching job. So he went back, took over for John Calipari. Didn't do great there. Didn't do. He just, he's just been very embarrassingly yeah, bad. But a lot of ho hum throughout his career. Correct. Where you're a just lot like. Ho-hum. Very, eh. very pedestrian. Eh. But they have their moments where you're like, eh. Josh Pastner seems like a lovable goofball or maybe maybe unlikable goofball. He seems like a goofball. Yes. That much I think a lot of people in the college basketball world would agree with. However, this is a guy that's been a head coach for 15 years in college basketball. Like, he has connections. He knows scouting. He knows X's and O's. Uh, is he the best man to run a program by himself and delegate all those responsibilities to all these other people? Apparently not, because he didn't kill it at Memphis. And he didn't kill it at Georgia Tech. But he does have more ACC championships than the entire University of Louisville. And it's somebody that has been a head coach at high major college basketball for 15 years. So if Kentucky does decide that that's somebody they want on the bench, in a similar to like a Nick Saban, hey, get right. Come here, come within the program, stick around for a little bit, and then if you want another head coaching job someday, you're going to be able to go get one. Uh, Tony Barbie did it, and it hasn't really worked out. Like, has it has it been the springboard for his career as a head coach? No, he's struggling at Central Michigan. It probably isn't going to work out for him there. But it's a spot where you can come in, do some good work, and then if you want a head coaching job somewhere down the road, you're going to be able to get it. Because I'm sure Josh Pastner would like to be a head coach again someday. But if UK wants to bring him in, I think it's a fine thing. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, like, this is going to be the best assistant or best coaching staff in college basketball. But if you get a head coach that's been a head coach for 15 years, high level, and he can come in and work with your guys, work on scouting, work on X's and O's, that can help John Calipari out. I think it would be a good thing if it happens. Is Josh Pastner John Calipari's most successful coaching tree? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think before that people, you would I, say – Maybe Bruiser, just because he lasted so long at wherever it was, Drexel. But I think he only went to two tournaments there. Wait, Bruiser was with Cal before? Just from his coaching tree. He coached with the, he's a UMass assistant. Oh, okay. That's I didn't how, know that. where he got his uh, start. And then I think he took over for Cal at UMass, correct? Some of the UVL fans, uh, Mike Rutherford show more than anybody else, they really poke fun at Cal's coaching tree. It is bad. There is no spinning that it's bad, but yeah. who, who cares? Well, it's just because that's like the one one thing they have up. Patino has up on Cal. Patino has a good one. Um, which, by I, the way, I guess, like a, a coaching tree, I don't think really shows if a coach is good or not. Um, I mean, Nick Saban has a quote unquote great coaching tree, but like they show up for a year and they were already good coaches prior. Yeah, I guess maybe if you're a head coach, you could care about your coaching tree or right. something you could hang your hat on. But as for like why fan base or fans would care, it's nonsensical. Here, here's one thing that Maybe. also is a notch in the Josh Passner belt, if you will. Uh, just reason to want him to be at UK. Louisville fans really hate him, and he really doesn't like them either. There's something about Josh Passner and Louisville. And I, I guess it goes back to the Memphis 
Louisville rivalry. Uh, but do you remember? Th- th- I think this was the COVID season, or else it was the one right before it, where Passner got in a fight with people in the stands. Yeah, was like shouting at them. Yes. Uh, what? Wh- do we know what the whole specific at, U- at a U of L game? Yeah, at the Yum Center. It was right actually in front of me. He, so you you were there. For I was this. I was there for it. Okay, I, I need because I remember vaguely he, what happened. He flipped the bird to some fans, <laughs> <laughs> and it may have been my friends. <laughs> and they were flipping it back. Oh. A lot of bird flipping. I can see where maybe Patino learned it. What is? Was there any? Were they just chirping at each other? It could that could have been back at his old Memphis days, for what it was worth. I'm pretty sure this was Georgia Tech, though. It, it was, it it was, was, it was last... many, many, many years ago. Now it was that long ago. I, I thought mean, it was this, this the encounter. Last... I wouldn't doubt if he's had multiple. He's somebody that will interact with people. So maybe there's been multiple ones. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. He just hates Louisville. <laughs> this one was several years ago. Very well could have been at Georgia Tech, but they I think pulled off the upset in like the final minutes or something, and and they went bonkers. Um, no, that that he's got a little fire to him. He's got a little fire to him. But we'll see. This was so. There was a 2014 article from Yahoo Sports when he was at Memphis. I think that's the one that I remember. Okay, yeah, yeah. and I, I think there was. This was just the first one that came up. But uh, I want to. I thought there was one from the year he won the ACC in the COVID year. I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yeah, I, I want to say there was something during that season where you know it's a half-empty <laughs> arena, and that's what made it even more awkward because. It was a half-empty arena. Um, oh, but uh, this is – I love some of the um, – Louisville fans apparently didn't like the way Passner's team reacted to what was probably the biggest win of Passner's tenure at Memphis. Passner told them, you grew up. We have a perfect APR score. <laughs> Using an APR score as his – You uh, grow up. We have a perfect APR score. He was, like, trying to use, like, rationale. Like <laughs> – Oh, it was with the father of Stephen Van Trees. Wow. That doesn't, I think, surprise anybody. <laughs> I don't think that really surprises much. Scooch, are you having a good pie day? Oh, it is pie day. Sweet. You going to have, have a pie, pie on pie day? Uh, no, I've got some leftover cake from last night I'm going to have. From so the to-go? Kind of a pie. Jeez. From the, to- from the buffet? Uh, no, so we had a birthday cake brought, which was a really funny situation when uh, the lady went up to ask for to-go boxes, and the guy like gave her a crazy look, like, "Uh, no." She's like, "Oh, it's for the cake." So, yeah, do they took, even have to-go boxes. They do. Yeah. So I, I guess took they a, would have to for like a carry. I took a to-go box out with my cake in it, and I was sitting there thinking, "Man, look at all these people looking at me, probably thinking I'm taking food home, <laughs> and they're not going to be able to do the same." Jelly, <laughs> uh, Scooch, can you say the number pi for me? Uh, three point one four infinity. What's do you know the next number after the three point one four? I'm gonna guess f- three. I think it's three point one four five six. Three point one four one five nine. Oh yeah. Not Close. One of those I was only two off. Can you imagine wasting your time memorizing all those numbers? <laughs> um there's plenty of them out there. Best kind of pie. I'll go with just the good old fashioned pizza pie. Oh is that in contention? I Me, just did it, so yeah, I just did it. Let's pizza? do desserts. How many? Because no. everybody would say pizza pie. Yeah, but how many I'm people not. even call it a pizza pie? Only the sophisticated culture people. Pizza well, like pie. pies and pints go to hell. Nobody calls a it pizza, pizza pie. pie. I do. I say, like, give me a pie when I go in there. Now, you know somebody's a jerk when they come in. Oh, they yeah. Pie, and they're probably from Chicago. And you're just like, okay, God, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You're just getting a pizza. You're just getting a pizza. Pumpkin pie. 
For me, it's just a good old cherry pie. She's my cherry pie. I have come around I to a uh, fresh, pie in my top ten, refreshing strawberry pie in the summer. My yeah. mother-in-law makes them. Top twenty-five for cherry pie. That's fine. We're different, but I, I, I like I like the strawberry pie in the summer because after. I mean, it's not like I eat it all the time, but uh, May pie, you can't say the actual name of it, would probably be the best. Nuts, chocolate, so good. But it's that's another one that's a little too, like, your nose is up in the air because you can't even say the trademark name or else I'll throw you in jail. I've never had it, but Zach Brown has a song about shoe fly pie, and I looked it up one time. It sounds delicious. How's the song go? Shoe fly pie, shoe fly pie. <laughs> That's it? all I got. That, no. So, so what is a shoe I, I fly pie? I cannot remember what the rest that? of it. Um, it's like chocolate. Are you a, a meat pie guy? Do you like no, a meat pie? No. You don't like a no, chicken pot pie? Nope. I'm good. Oh, those are good. And then we haven't said just a good old fashioned. Probably the apple pie is Mm-mm. overrated. I thought you were going gosh, somewhere. <laughs> apple pie is so so good. Overrated. What was the American Don't have pie? that in my top 25. You don't have apple pie in your top 25? No way. No shot. Oh, All man, right, name 24 good. other pies you like better. <laughs> Do you prefer lattice or complete crust? Uh, Lattice. Oh, crust. Give me all the crust. Lattice, yeah, Best for part. sure. Derby pie, does that count? Yeah. Well, yeah, derby pie is up there. Scoots, you're going to jail now. Sorry. Actually, prison. You can't Why? say that. It's tra- official trademark. You cannot... I'm giving them a shout-out. You can't say what? You can't say derby pie. Ooh, you're going or, to jail or, with or, me, pal. what? They'll throw you in jail. You've never noticed that? I'll see you they, in there, Roush. The, the place that I'm not even going to name, even though it is a really awesome place, they've trademarked derby pie. So if you try to recreate it, it has to be, can't you just they call say it the like words? May Day pie. Can't you just say the words? Nope, nope. Uh, they're going to come in here, and I'm actually we might have to move Can you locations. make it? Could you say like Kentucky derby pie? Nope, this is worse than the Super Bowl. Could the what about which is actually fascinating that Kentucky Derby let them get away with it, or that they were able to get away with it with Kentucky Derby's trademarks. Yeah, because it's just I guess a sing, singular thing. But yeah, they're very particular about it, and I think it's because they sell them nationally frozen during that time of year. By so. the way, change my answer. Pecan pie is my answer, <laughs> not cherry. Yeah. It's better than cherry. Yeah, so this is okay. Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin is, yeah, that's the just overrated. We're officially out of pumpkin pie season. We'll catch you in October. So. Are we officially out of chili season yet? No, you're never out of chili season. Yeah, you do go to Kearns on like a July afternoon. I, it is, I like, I, people are so sick of me hearing it, but there is just not a better chili in the world. It is unreal how good their chili is. I, just I had love... it for the first time in probably like three weeks yesterday, which like three weeks <laughs> It's not a long time. Like a, yeah. <laughs> and I, just like, I was like in shock about just how delicious it is. Does it have I, onions in it? I would love it? to know how to make that chili. Are there onions in it? Uh, Don't think so. Okay. I'll have to give it a whirl. If they are, they're so diced, you can't like, you I mean, can't even tell Scoots, that I, they'd be in there. Now, are you talking about cooked onions or uncooked? All onions. Hate them all. Yeah, but Scoots, I would think every chili that's ever been made is Negative. cooked with onions and ground beef. Negative. I've ne- I don't know that I've ever had a chili with yeah, onion. But that's the part, though, is when you dice it up and you cook it with the ground beef, it, it 
I don't want to say it disintegrates, but it's like it's it barely exists. Oh, I can still taste it. Trust me. I don't think I hate it. Yeah. I hate onion flavor. I used to like be like you scoots, and then just I grew up a little bit. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all your bad food takes. You sure have. Name one bad food take. Uh, you've never had a fast food burger, How's that a which bad is irate. Food take? It's I've, just I've a bad had food burgers take. before. I know burgers are good. It's a novelty thing. So name another one. You've never had a White Castle. Name another one. Uh, you don't like mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is disgusting. Which That's is kind of crazy. Mayonnaise is really gross. I'm glad you reminded me how gross mayonnaise was. <laughs> Man, uh, Duke, big fan of going to old McDonald's and just having a hamburger. Actual McDonald's? Yeah, he calls it old McDonald's. Had a farm, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you uh, have you taken him to maybe a Thornton's? Maybe a Salsaritas? We can't sit down there. And it's usually we stop. It'll be like a stop while we're driving back from, you know, going to stop to feed the baby sort of deal. Gotcha. Or like uh, one of them will have a play place. It's a let's go wear out. Uh, let's go wear out Duke. He, uh, which by the way, got a new fun activity with him. It's pick NCAA tournament teams with Duke where you just pull up pictures of the mascot. All right, which one do you like? And then boom. So that's how, uh, that's how some of my upsets are getting decided. Because let's, let's be honest. That can't prob- be any worse than how what we're gonna do. Oh yeah, yeah. With my bracket even, experiences or any any indication. Really, really proud of my son too because even when his mother encouraged him, Duke, you know that's your name, right? Still didn't like the Blue Devil. Good. So very good that he just has a visceral reaction anti Duke from the start. He liked the the ego a lot more. Also, did not like the Kennesaw State Golden Owl. Just oh. the, the owl. Not a big fan. But the Xavier Bulldog, or no, excuse me, the Xavier Musketeer, and they also have, you know, UK has the Wildcat and Scratch. Mm-hmm. They have this blue guy as like their secondary mascot who just kind of looks like, not the Philly fanatic, but he's just like a blue guy. Like, there's it's just the silliest little thing. He thought that was hilarious. So, in on Xavier and in on Gonzaga. Love the Bulldog at Gonzaga. Okay, all right. So, something to keep in mind this March. You'll have to keep us updated on his bracket. Uh, Scoots, did you like your Spread Madness team? I was just getting ready to bring that up. Was that really random? Oh, it, it's it, <laughs> I, I, it, it, it's not. He is going out of his way to hose us because I could not hate. San Diego State is my, like, automatically. like they will. I would never pick them to win a game in a thousand years. That, all they have and to now do is I've cover, got the, Roush. Now I've got to, Yeah, they're a cover. They're five-point favorites. You never know. They were covering a five-and-a-half-point spread. They could barely score five points. Reason, they're terrible. They shouldn't be in the tournament. The reason I ask if it was random is because I got a first-round matchup with old TK. Yeah, I cracked up when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it is random. And, actually, I wrote you all. I took videos of the whole drawing, uh, but they're just long, boring videos, so yeah, I don't yeah. post them anywhere. anywhere. But just in case anybody ever did make a stink or thought I was cheating, I'd have the videos to back them up. But that being said, I, did, I wrote you in there as JK47 and him as TK47. So I pulled out a JK47, whatever one was first, and then the next one was the other one. I was like, oh, this is too funny. <laughs> That's great. And then I got a matchup with the big guy. Oh, it's, did you? Yeah. I it, saw you had one with your wife. He got Kentucky. He Trevor got Trevor Kelsey got Kentucky in this thing that we're doing. I'm going to explain it here in a moment. And I got I got Providence. So uh, his two matchups are against some familiar faces and scoots and old. Team oh, he only got two as well. Correct. And what this is is a little thing I do every year, uh, mostly kind of with friends and family. Of it's called Spread Madness, and I've mentioned it on the radio show before. But all 64 spots in the tournament get a person assigned to them. 
for you, have, you got to pay to get assigned to one of them, and it's a random draw, and all your team has to do is cover the spread. And whoever covers the – so your team can lose, but if they cover the spread, then you take over that next team mm-hmm. and you move on to the next round, and eventually you get down to, to one person and, and they win they win lots of money and it's a lot of fun. So it kind of gives you something like, hey, my bracket stinks or here's a, a 15-2 game that I don't care about, but you know what? I need this 15 to not lose by more than 21 points. What spreads do you use? Like opening morning? DraftKings that day of. It's okay. not it's not an exact science, unfortunately. It's sometimes it's usually it's after the yeah. it's usually after the radio show I'll post them. Um, but yeah, sometimes people can get kind of unlucky with their spreads. It's just total late line movement. But can't we all get hosed by a little late line movement? Or maybe it can help you out, you know, if you can look at it that way either. But it's really fun, and I think a lot of people like it, and we sell out of 68 spots usually within just like a matter of a couple hours. I need to find a way to bring this bring this nationally. Like set up something to do. Like I need draft. I need a pitch with DraftKings. It seems like a lot of fun. Somebody I'm looking forward to it. I had a friend who also got in on uh, – like it's becoming infectious. It's becoming infectious. What spread madness, or just gambling? The 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 concept. Yes, oh, okay. I have a friend who has a did a similar thing last year. Wow. But I will say my favorite March Madness thing is squares in March Madness. Yes. Squares great too. Squares, squares. because Super Bowl. You you know it's you just only kind get of a one one-off. game. Yeah. And, and the thing with spread madness, I don't know if I've ever won once ever in any of these. Sort of deals. Whereas at least squares, you're staying alive for every single game, no matter what. Man, I checked out my square numbers last night. I got five and four, five for the winning team, four for the losing team, and two and eight, two for the winning team, eight for the losing team. Okay, that's pretty uh, solid. solid numbers. Yeah, yeah. My friend group started doing squares for like the conference championship Sunday, and then some of those big playoff games where you'd have like three games in a day or two games in a day, and it was like, oh, wait, we can kind of just start doing squares much more frequently than just the Super Bowl, so we'll, we'll get it going for the NCAA tournament as well. Other fun NCAA tournament gambling games, like Calcutta sort of deal where your friends buy a team and that sort of stuff. I don't think I'm getting into that this year, but there's a lot of fun stuff out there, including the Kentucky Roll Call Bracket page. It's a racket. I think we're one day we had uh, a lot of people sign up. You can get out there. I tweeted it out yesterday. If you need yeah. info on how to get Yahoo Sports involved, we can send you the link. Yahoo Sports, the best place for that sort of stuff. Much better than ESPN. <laughs> uh, John Calipari said everybody practice. One person didn't go through the physical practice. Obviously talking about Severe Wheeler. I can't believe they're scrimmaging right now. Uh, they said he said he only went like an hour and forty five minutes for the entire practice. So I imagine the scrimmaging portion was probably like thirty. Yeah, minutes. well, yeah, and he he said ten to twenty or something like that. Oh, and I'm sure there's plenty of you go like two possessions and then there's a stoppage. Stop! This coaching is what they're going to do. Blah yeah. blah blah yeah. blah blah. Go. And then you start. Yeah, going. and I also wonder too, just because um, I have a general idea of how these would go, the scout team portion of it though, because. In football, you have a full dedicated scout team, and to to simulate what the opponent's doing, I don't don't get the sense that you have uh, anything like that where they're trying to teach these guys what what sort of sets they're going to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I I'm wondering what kind of looks they get from it, and that's why I'm I'm just like, what, what, what scrimmaging really, really, Cal? The way this team's gotten hurt, 
But I guess he 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 thinks it's better to have them. I mean, you're gonna run uh, your legs. You're gonna some, go up and down the floor. You're not gonna go a week without doing something like that. Yeah, his, his whole thing is just developing a little more uh, camaraderie, getting the yeah, keep the rust off. Yeah, and, and also, I mean, the last time they went five on five, they lost. So play, here's 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 an opportunity to play better. Um, he also said he wants to play Damian Collins more. He. Tried to get him in at the scores table in the Vanderbilt game, but there just wasn't a stoppage. Which, Cal, if you wanted to get him in that badly, you just call a timeout. You have timeouts. You'd never use all of them. Just call a timeout. I think that's just him playing nice to say, Damien, come back next year. Correct. He, he's Which, I think you could make a case that it'd almost be like a little bit more patronizing to Damien Collins to be like, you keep saying how you need to get me in games, and you're not doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's like the friend that... Tell it like, oh, we got to get together. Like, we got to go grab a drink. We need to go get some coffee. Let's catch up. And then, like, after you – or you, like, look at your text thread and, like, the only texts you have are, like, those conversations or, like, the happy birthday. You ever had? you ever text somebody happy birthday? It's the worst. La- and the last, like, text you have in it's your history was, birthday. like, a happy birthday. Yeah. And the one before that was a happy birthday. Absolute worst. It's kind of like a sober reminder that, like, oh – yeah, this yeah. is kind of the relationship we've don't, got with don't you. Don't really talk to you that much anymore. Yeah, and everybody runs across those people where you it's like usually the college last people times who you live out of to, town. It's been like, let's catch up. We got to right. catch up. Yep. Let's get together. And then you just realize, like, oh man, when that's all that you're saying, it means it's just it's it's not meant to be. It's not meant to happen. I feel like that with the Damian Collins playing situation. And a reporter should ask Cal. It should follow up and be like. You, you've said this now no fewer than five times on the season. You're the coach. Why is he not playing? Like, why are you not getting him in the game? Stops or not stops? Because that, that is a fair question. Now, Roush, you're right. You you figured it out that he's playing a, I think, a long game with Collins. I just think if I was Collins and I cared about this stuff, the long game or the nice comments about trying to get me in – wouldn't be doing the trick anymore. Like it'd, it'd almost be more offensive that you keep bringing that up that you're trying so hard. But Lance Ware has no problem getting in the game, but I still can't. So it would bug me a little bit if I was Damian Collins, just him continuing to say it. Yeah, I would at least be. Uh, ooh. I I don't know if optimistic's the right word, but he's giving you more shots than you gonna. And so you would think next year you would get first dibs on him, but I, I don't know what Collins' is lot of thinking is. Not sure either. And, you know, how's it going to look? Are you going to have Collins, Bradshaw, and Uganda coming in next year? And you're just going to say, hey, between the two of you, who, who can rebound the best or who's going to work out? The other one will be the first one off the bench. It won't be a bad problem to have. Which I, I'm I, all for, but yeah. it's Collins for. Is Collins for that? Yeah. That's fair. Cal said Uganda could be the best. He thinks he will be one of the best bigs in the country next year. Yep. Lindy. A lot of people on Twitter made the comment well, if he be was one of the so best big next year, how you can't get this, it going this year. Exactly. And I, I do think I do think it's fair, but it's also Calipari talking up his guys. Yeah. Just gassing them up. I I I would have played them sooner. We talked a little bit about that yesterday, just how it, it, unfortunately for UK it wasn't the November and December of just beating people's brains in where you're going to be able to play the bench a ton. I definitely would have played Damian, and I know Damian's November and December were really tough for him, but I definitely would have played those guys, if you could, earlier in the season just to kind of get them further along. But, Roush, I am. Of, like I And I, Damian Collins definitely needed to play against Vandy during these two-loss stretch over those 10 days. But 
I do think if like Uganda could really help this team, he'd get like I think if anybody, if any of those two guys could really, really help this team at this point, they'd probably get some minutes and play a little bit. But I don't think the coaching staff really thinks either one could make a, a drastic difference. I, I disagree in the Vandy game. I just don't know how many times you need people to be beaten off the dribble and be and either give up easy layups without any rim protection. But even the thought of a shot blocker could have changed the dynamics of that yeah. game. So yeah. I would have done it differently, but, but I also don't think that like you've got this key to a Final Four run on our bench, and can the coaches just see it or not? I don't think it's I don't think it's that. I, I just think ultimately the the biggest reason why is because they're just scared to take Oscar out. Oscar's been he's giving you so much production where they're most valuable is when Oscar's not. I feel like we kind of went through this in January where we got to a point where you're like, Hey, you may actually just need to take Oscar out. Like just to switch things up, you may need to do it. But there's just a fear there. But then like it it snapped its finger and like Cal started threatening that. Like it it for a little bit and it worked. And then he got got out of his slump. Yeah. And then he turned around. So like, maybe you need to threaten Oscar with like, Hey, if you keep getting lost in these pick and rolls and getting absolutely embarrassed, we're going to take you out. Man. And, like, it's not anything against you. We just can't have this happen. Which, by the way, Providence is going to do. And certainly if Kentucky can win and play Kansas State, uh, we'll talk about that an hour or two a little bit. we got a ton of text to get to an hour or two as well. What else you got? I was just going to say, uh, speaking of getting lost, Collins just is couldn't be more lost in that final possession of the first half against Vanderbilt. And secondly, Providence is a really good offensive rebounding team. I don't think Cal's going to sit Oscar too much. No, it probably yeah. wouldn't be the probably wouldn't be the game for yeah. it. Yeah. All right, Scooch, you ready for the daily double hour break? I'm ready. Let's I'm dip. Cheer up a little bit. Yeah. I'm I'm so cheery. Wake it up. I'm good. Sully Saloon. I just had a nice little yawn, so I may sound a little tired. You're back, baby. All right, hour two. We'll be back after this here on Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and the best producer in all of radio. Justin Kale. Yeah, yeah. And we danced. And we cried. And we laughed. And had a really, really, really good time. Take my hand. Let's have a blast. And remember this moment for the rest of our lives. I am not. I am not going to stand on the wall. I will dance. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We're going to read a lot of those here in hour number two. A few other things that we need to... To get to before we get into it, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday, replay of the show 9 to 11, and you can get the podcast Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcast. Just search for it. Roush, what do you want to talk about to start hour two? Uh, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Well, you mentioned something about Trey Wingo. So. Well, yesterday I got a text from a friend that said, wow. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Can't believe it's finally happening. It was like, really? And I was waiting for the, I was, I was walking the dog and I was waiting for the Apple on my phone. I was like, this is weird. I don't, huh. How come nothing's happened? Look it up. Trey Wingo. Uh, just heard it's a done deal. We'll know in the next 30 minutes that Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Never heard any thing final of Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. 
it was very amusing because uh, I was following along. I missed all that. That's just interesting. On the NFL that. Network, they had because uh, yesterday was start of free agency, and th- even their official account was tweeting out clips from their shows with like Andrew Siciliano, Ian Rappaport, Daniel Jeremy, like all these people, and they're just. Wow, we just spent five minutes not talking about Aaron Rodgers. Like, oh, d- don't you wait, buddy. We're going to get right back to it. And there's moments where they're all looking at their phones trying to figure out, did it happen? Did it happen? Because Wingo, I mean, he's – He's been in the biz for a long time. He hosted the NFL draft for how many years? Oh, yeah. I mean, He's he, got NFL sources. And he's not a breaking news per se guy, but it Which almost su- makes it a little bit more like, hey, you got to look at it. Right. And yeah. it, it wouldn't surprise you if that's like his one scoop every once in a while, right, is is something of that sort of magnitude. Uh, but ultimately, nothing ever came of it. And we're still – like if I'm the Packers, I'm pissed. Why are you ticked? Because it's free agency started. You got to – he said he wasn't going to take a long time. Well – It's all right. Just a few days in. There's a lot of time to figure this stuff out. But you don't want to get behind the eight ball. And – uh, it looks like some other teams are already – some other dominoes are starting to fall. The Raiders signed Jimmy G. Hopefully that means they won't draft Will Levis, but you never know. Just don't, don't want him in Vegas. I don't think in Vegas would be the worst spot in the world. Yeah, he's had five coordinators in five years. It'll be six and six. McDaniel stinks. He's a bum. He's a loser. That division's tough. So, yeah. Did you see uh, that radio station in New York – their their tweet saying, "What is it? W fan six sixty? I think in New York. Yeah, New WFAN. Jersey. They're they're the the big one, I believe. They're they're goodbye to who was it? Mike White. Which was very odd that Mike White got signed by the Dolphins, and I pull up Facebook, and he's like, friend request. What's going on here? Why should I friend request Mike White? Um, nevertheless, I, I'm... End of an air, New York. Thank you, Mike White. And, and he's they, got angel wings? put angel wings and a halo on him. Is he dead? <laughs> he didn't die. He's just leaving New York. He's leaving the Jets. Think why you won us two games. You were, uh, you were not the worst. <laughs> that had to be a joke on their end. Like, let's just put wings and yeah. halo on him. Oh, it's good stuff. Text on into the Gordon Stacks Live. More quarterback news for me and Rappaport. Falcons are signing former Commanders quarterback Taylor Heineke. Oh, Darnold went to San Fran. Okay, that goes. A lot of moving pieces, and it isn't just in the football world, as we mentioned. UK could be getting a new assistant coach here with KT Turner likely taking another job. And Rick Pitino, you all can't listen. He was asked about the St. John's job yesterday. Just knowing Rick Pitino and having him in this town for as long as we had him and getting to listen to all his hyperbole and all his press conferences. I just want to plant a little seed in your head. When you listen to this, when you listen to this press conference, you cannot tell me he has not already made up his mind that he's going to St. John's. He's asked about the St. John's job, and in Rick Pitino speak, I think this is him basically saying, like, I've already signed the contract. Here it is. I don't know. I'm going to... I wanted... At one time, we there was talk about a an extension, new contract, and so on. It didn't work out. But that doesn't mean uh, there's no hard feelings. Uh, if anything, it's the opposite. There are great feelings. So I don't know. At the end of the year, I look at certain situations. You know, I haven't, even though I'm local, 
I bet I haven't been to St. John's campus in 30 years. I couldn't even know, I don't even know how to get there. I'd have to use navigation. So, you know, it's not as, as easy a, as people think. You know, they, they don't think that. I've been through the ACC, the Big East, the Metro, I think, the AAC, um, the Big East, I said uh, two, two different times. So I've been through the um, SEC, and now the, the MAC. I've been through the Boston University one, whatever that was back then. So I, I've been through a lot of conferences. So it's not going to blow me away any conference or anything, because I've been through it. I've also coached the Knicks and the Celtics. The, 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 the audio doesn't do it justice, because his face, he just lights up when talking about St. John's. And he also did the thing too, TJ, where... Um, it's 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 like saying all of the adding a bunch of unnecessary details to a story mm-hmm. to when you're lying. Yeah, I couldn't even find it on a map. Okay, okay, Rick. I haven't been there in 30 years, but I'll be there very soon because I'm going to be the head coach there. Oh, I think he talks about all the conferences S- he's been. Through such a horrific liar. Well, it wouldn't be a big deal to go back to Big East. Oh, yeah, right. Like I, At his St. John's press conference, he's going to come out and say, I'm back to the home of basketball. I think the dead giveaway, honestly, for me, was when he's talking about, like, there was contract negotiations with Iona. It didn't work out. Doesn't mean there's hard feelings. Means, actually, we like each other the most. <laughs> the fact that we couldn't sign a contract actually is a good thing between me and Iona. And he's just basically saying, like, I'm not coming back here. Yeah. We didn't work out a deal. I'm going somewhere else. Uh, and it's gonna it's gonna be St. John's. It's gonna be St. John's. It's gonna be yep. awesome. Good for Rick Pitino. It's good for the Big East to get him back in the Big East. I really wish when the SEC parted ways with the SEC Big Twelve Challenge that they would have linked up with the, the, Big, the East, Big East instead of like the ACC because yeah. the ACC bunch of bombs. Yeah, he's, gosh, who's gonna care the, the about bombs. that Vandy Virginia Tech basketball game? Yeah, I don't yeah know Siri either. doesn't Siri's even know. Ticked off about um, it as well, but uh, that was Rick Pitino basically saying yes, and it'll probably happen shortly after Iona's season comes to an end. Will it be against UConn, or can they win a tournament game? Uh, I'll be excited to see. What we need to also make sure is out there, well known by everybody, especially in Greensboro, that Ed Cooley is going to Georgetown. Yes, well, it's, it's, big time distraction. Yeah. Providence is kind of reeling right now. You got to wonder what that locker room's like, knowing that their head coach is going to be leaving town. Final, final game. Uh, you just don't want it to be a distraction for them, but it seems like it's a major distraction. And I think the more people talk about it, the more of a distraction I think, it could be. I think our, our our pal Jack Pilgrim is covering the game for Kentucky Sports Radio. I'll, I th- I need Tim to ask. Yeah, the get question. in that locker room. Yeah, see what the players Let's, think about it. We 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 need to know. You gotta know. We need to know gotta what know. they're thinking. I mean, it's it's just because we're we're inquiring minds. I'd somebody tweet and be like, it's a sad state that Kentucky basketball's got to do this. You have to hope that there's a distraction to win a game. It's, no, it's have not. Have fun, you loser. Yeah, like, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's it's we're having a good time. Yeah, it's March. We're having fun. We're having fun until we won't be having fun, in which case then there will be no, no, no. fun. We're, we're going to just keep having fun. No, Kentucky's not, not, till, not losing not another game. Not until middle of April when yeah, the season's yeah, all, exactly. all over. Yeah. yeah, long way away. Should we get back to the Thornton Sex one? Uh, we haven't even gotten to it. I know, but there's just so many. I don't even know where to start. Where the big X is. Follow, follow the big X. Oh God. Oh, Roush is fully out on Cal. No, but I'm just I'm going to be not happy with 21 and 11 seasons and losing to Vanderbilt in the first round of the SEC tournament. Is it 11 or 10? What losses? 
think it's 11. It's 11. They yeah, have 11 yeah. on the season. I can't believe how many of our fans and our fan media are clinging on a cow and making a joke about watching a TV show. Losers. I mean, it's just low-hanging fruit. Um, another texture says, Vandy kind of lit us up for a 25-minute stretch, but we had every opportunity to win that game. Missed free throws. Reeves missing shots when we needed them. Man, he was wide open for that one at the top of the key. Vandy hitting daggers. Refs handing them free throws when they were having a hard time scoring. Flagrant one being... To reverse to a foul the other way. Hard to blame that on the coach, but that's where everyone will go. Guess he got out coached because Vandy played the same way they played a week ago. Cal talked a little bit about, again, this is why, and I, I don't care. People can complain and whine about all the stuff they can complain and whine about. I just, I, we just need people to kind of realize the people that do it consistently. But there is there is so much stuff that Cal actually says that I think is like worth having if you're if that's the sort of thing that you're into maybe isn't as sexy as just complaining and moaning and groaning. But he talked about like on the show he says so much stuff that I think can that is that has ripples across the team and tells you exactly how he's feeling about the group. But he talked about how Vandy would. And he had the tone of, like, it was BS shots. Of, like, Vandy would hit late shots, miracle shots in the shot clock, and they'd go in, and you just have to you have to deal with that. And then he did bring up, he was like, but who on our team is doing that? Who on our team is the one that can go get a big shot? And he said during the Vandy game, he, during timeouts, he was just looking at all of them. Like, who is going to be the one to hit a big shot? Who wants to, who wants to be the guy to take over this game? And it's just true, Roush, that this team doesn't have that person yet. And March is when these people are like, what was Aaron Harrison before the 2014 run at this point? He was just kind of maybe a slightly overrated five-star inconsistent guard that did some nice things, but hadn't had his big, hadn't had any big moments yet. This team, you're looking at like, who's going to, when you, they need a basket, when they need a bucket, who's going to be the guy that go gets it? We all point to Reeves. But and, Hell, and, and, I thought it was going to be topping. And Reeves can have really nice games and mm-hmm. knock down some big shots and do some nice things. But like, how many times in crunch time where it's like you got, hey, Kansas isn't missing right now. We need to keep up with them. Somebody's got to go get a big shot for us. Who was it? Nobody to be found. Same with the Vanderbilt games. So Cal, I think, has a little bit of a. I shouldn't say crisis. That's that's too strong. But, of a but word, who is but, the guy that you draw off the play for at the end of the game? I don't, think I don't he know. know. I don't think he yeah. knows because I don't think he. I don't know if he knows if he thinks he's really got it. I guess he would that. assume it would be Wallace, but do you trust it right now? And you can't trust Wallace to go like, hey, you either need to go get us to the line and knock down your free throws or go get to the rim and score. He can't do that consistently. And maybe he's not 100%. I would almost guarantee he's not 100%. Right, right, right. But I think that's one thing Cal is having a tough time with is even when – when our back's up against the wall, who's going to be the guy to push us out of it? Oscar can do some nice things, but you got to have a guy that can kind of put the ball on the floor, dribble, yeah. create himself, and but maybe be a three-level scorer. Oscar's a one-level scorer. Top, top maybe, and maybe showed a, a little bit of that at Arkansas. but And even though he's become more consistent, uh, it's it's still like I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm drawing up plays for Jacob Toppin down the stretch either, which it is kind of funny that yesterday, thinking around, we had the – conversation it was a r- rocket show where we're it was a big talking point Cal whiffed on the four roster construction he picked the wrong four Keon Brooks Bryce Hopkins Jacob Toppin he got he, he got the wrong one out of the three I think I think we got to put our hands up and say we were wrong that's why you got to let seasons kind of play out 
Um, again, I mean, it's, it's it's Bryce Hopkins a better player than Jacob Toppin. I think most college teams would probably take Hopkins over Toppin. But from but, purely a statistical standpoint, it's very you're splitting hairs because thank, Toppin's rebounding more game. Thank gosh, Toppin kind of turned it around to yeah. the extent that he did. Otherwise, he really did. I'm not sure if UK does make the tournament. But Hopkins only averaging two more points a game than, than yeah, Toppin right, right now. Sometimes you just gotta let these things play out. We were very tough on the four position. Toppin did become much more consistent and reliable. Yes. And if Kentucky's going to do in the season. anything over the next couple weeks, it's going to have to be with Toppin being yep. consistent and being mm-hmm. reliable. And hopefully he's going to be able to to do those things. But, yes, uh, I loved his reaction to when he saw the matchup. I thought it was kind of cool Cal seeing his reaction there when the when the, mm-hmm. when the selection uh, show was, was putting Kentucky and Providence together. It's, that's a huge game for Toppin, and I don't think it's going to be something where it's going to be like, you got to shut down Bryce Hopkins. Hopkins is going to get his probably a decent chance he'll get close to a double-double. I, I think it's more probably important you you really make sure everybody else is locked in at the other positions. They have a kind of a big, bruising five. They've, they've got a similar front court, except they are probably got a little bit more power. Than Kentucky does. We're talking more, more of a finesse guy. Hopkins more physical, but they've got a five that's going to be able to kind of bruise with Oscar. He's not overly athletic. It's not. I don't think it's a bad matchup for Oscar necessarily. But these are two teams that are going to try to crash the glass, get second chance opportunities, and there also probably could be some opportunities for some runouts too with both teams trying to attack the offensive glass. So it's going to be a fun one. And Toppin, who has been incredibly consistent, you're right, Roush, we need to put our hand up and say at one point this season we were like, man, how does Cal miss on the four position that bad? Maybe he didn't miss so badly. And maybe it just kind of takes time to get people at certain spots. Toppin we just thought it would be quicker for a guy who's – 22 years old. Yeah, and playing in the Bahamas and stuff like that. But he took some time, and but he's he's been really good lately. Uh, officials let Vandy control that game by letting everything go in the fast hat, first half and ticky-tack stuff in the second once they were in the bonus. Yeah, that's one of my probably Stay my it. biggest issue yeah. with officiating. I said the same thing during the game on Friday where it was just like, all right, they're letting them play. This ain't the worst thing in the world. And then once, wouldn't you know it, even when Kentucky sometimes gets those bogus fouls, I'll, I'll – I'll kind of let out a sigh or grunt, like just stop, stop, because it's gonna you're gonna get it back on the other end. We're heading into the tournament with four healthy rotation players, assuming Toppin is 100. percent Cal said everybody practiced, everybody did the physical practice except for one person. We can just kind of assume that that's Wheeler. He had a quote recently where you know he said that he's got to play three days. Blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah I don't think I don't think we see Wheeler. I've Although just, it does sound like it's maybe not impossible if UK makes it to New York that you could maybe see him. Cal said, that's why he's got to practice three days. He's got to show that us what that's what he needs to be. And I said, there's nothing that would make me happier than him to impact a game. And everybody say, man, if we had this dude all year, what would have been? Because we struggled a lot with the guard play. Oh, I... I just the the injury thinking. ifs and buts and candy and nuts. I've done that with Alex Poitras in 2015, and I don't really do it anymore. Well, you could do it with Willie in 14. You could do it with Alex in 15. Yeah, I don't really do the what. You do a lot of what ifs. I, no, from a season standpoint, I don't yeah. think if Kentucky had a healthy, severe Wheeler all season, that it means UK is like a significantly better team. But they they do need another point guard, and I think Wheeler. People forget, you know, he's had some big scoring games. He obviously can have some big assist games. I wish you just had him as an option. Maybe he gives you something. Maybe he doesn't. But it'd be nice to have that 
possibility there. I know there's some UK fans out there that are like, I'm glad because Cal would get handcuffed to him or he'd be too loyal to him or he'd keep him out there too long. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe your opinions are right on that. But I, I just, you want to be at full health. And it sounds like Kentucky's right there on the cusp of it. Yeah. You're, just, miss, you're, just missing just him. optimistic that they're going to use this extra time to get healthy. That's the only solace you could take in an early exit to Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament. Uh, 11th time in the history of Kentucky basketball, Kentucky's lost its opening game in the SEC tournament. Wow. The Jets working on an agreement to sign Alan Lazard. The lizard man, Aaron Rodgers' old target. Sure, that's how you get Rodgers, or is that how you keep him? Yeah, yeah, they like Lazard mm. enough. Not probably his favorite wide receiver ever, but some familiarity there. A texter says, "Hate to hear, but I hope the energy is the same for coaches who don't answer your questions when Stoop says we just need to get back to work." No, I, 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 I know how coaches operate. It's the people who say, this media is soft. They won't ask him anything. They won't hold his feet to the fire. You can ask questions. They cannot answer. It's very simple. I've done this for 10 years. I know how this works. I'm not, like, calling people bad at their jobs because they're not holding the coaches accountable. That's soft media. No, that's just how it works. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, that's why it's just not worth getting upset. All that worked up over what coaches say or don't say. Apparently, we're supposed to take that clip. Jack Pilgrim posted his cow lying. Sounds to me like a player upset after a loss, not wanting to make excuses. Pretty standard stuff if you understand sports. No, we're not supposed to take it as cow is lying. I'm using it as Jacob Toppin doesn't want to make an excuse, but cow kind of sounded like he wanted to, and it was an injury we had never heard of before. And that's where I think everybody was coming from. Because like you said, TJ, you thought it was initially talking about CJ because we had never heard of Jacob Toppin being injured. Yeah, I just, it's not, I just don't think it's a big deal. If Toppin yeah. says he wasn't injured, then that's great. If Cal, maybe Cal was trying to protect players or do something, they're not always on the same page. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's uh, another reason, too, why I, uh, I guess I'm being a little more defensive. Um uh, the people have not been good on the Twitter streets recently. Not big fans of me being angry that Kentucky was 21-11 and 11 this year and lost in the first round of the SEC tournament. Which, like, that's what it all comes back to. It's just not very good. A six seed in the NCAA tournament that's is not, not very good. And that's good. what I've been trying to, like, express is that that is not good. Yeah. And that's it's, not where we want to be. But it just – it almost trivializes it, – it's – it just, it almost, I think cheapens probably the better word. I think it cheapens everything, though, when people just, like, wet their diapers over stuff that doesn't matter. What matters is UK basketball. Like, what the coach says about this, that, or the other, it's not going to change anything. It's waste of energy. It's kind of just creating more noise more than anything. Right, but it's also a reaction to losing. Like, when you lose, that's not why they good. lost. That's, why they, that's not why they lost, though. Like, not, nothing that they said or nothing with the Little House on the Prairie or anything like that yeah, is but why like they lost. Yeah, but people are mad that they lost, so they're going to go back to that. Correct, but that's, I, that's, my, just, that's my whole point, is that, like, it, that's not why they're losing. Let's keep the, the efforts on why they're losing for what it's worth. Uh, C.J. Frederick didn't turn into the sharpshooter that anybody thought he was going to be, so UK's only got one outside threat yeah. that they feel like they should have. Um, you, you're, you're returning all-SEC guard has been injured all year, and even when he hasn't been injured, it just hasn't really worked out for him. Cason uh, Wallace, while really good, probably not in that next tier of like, 
Wall, Fox, that good, that yeah, type he's of good. Second, second tier. You know, he's probably maybe more in the Andrew Harrison realm, which is really, really, really good. Morgan Casey C, Wallace yeah. is really good, but he's not on a team where you maybe just need somebody to take over. He doesn't have the capability to do that. Oscar is Oscar. He's a liability from a defensive standpoint, but he's the best rebounder in the history we, of Kentucky. We basketball. also never talked about that pass. That it's a had. roster makeup thing. It's not the stuff that they're saying in between the games. It's not the stuff that it can get frustrating. I get it. We just look for stuff to kind of gripe about. And you are totally right that this all comes back to just, if you're winning, that stuff doesn't matter. People are laughing about the little house on the prairie stuff. Yeah. And you're probably seeing, like, signs of games that are cute and funsy. But when they lose, people just are desperate to look for anything that they can cling on to as, like, this is a reason. This is a reason. This makes me mad. And I, I just well, don't think we need to do that. I think people need to be mature enough to not do that. And instead, oh, no, focus no, no, on, no. like, I'm be our roster makeup <laughs> is bad. It's not because the coach is talking about little house on the prairie that they lost. So I need people to just be able to do that in their brains, and they can't, and that's okay, though. The, the one part that I just don't understand in all of this um, is that, like, the – I just don't get how you can be defending the coach of a team who has – like, this is well below our expectations. I get, like def- – like, I, I just – I feel like there's, like, this, like – uh, a weird line drawn in the sand where you either you will defend Cal to the death or you hate him and you want Kentucky to lose. Like it's it's like very weird. Where I don't I, think it's like that at all. I see. I, I, I feel like there are people who are just like mentally incapable of being able to think critically, and they're making that the case where they have to choose either one of those two sides. But I think there are a lot of people that are like me that are not thrilled with the current state of Kentucky basketball. But they're not just going to complain and whine about things that don't matter because they don't matter. I just think it's weird to be labeled as a Cal hater for hating the way that his team has performed as of late. See, so I think that uh, I think we're getting into it right here. I think the the answer is you're not a Cal hater for disliking where the program's at. You're a Cal hater for every little thing he says. You're acting like it's just like ah ah. Why is he doing this? Why is he saying that? I'd like to hear him. That's the ba ba ba. It's like those things don't matter. Yeah, but they, they don't do. matter. They don't. No, they, in my opinion. I, I, but I'm a fan who's just mad that the team is this bad. So like that's how I react. Like that, I'm not. It's not because your team's just not as good as I want it to be, Cal. I'm, and so I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm that's right how I'm with, responding. I'm right there with. And you. I don't think that like it's, it's all of a sudden I. No, John Calipari is responsible for some of the happiest moments of my life, and I think really that's. If we're going to get down to the deep core of it, the psychoanalysis of it, if Freud was going to be in here and make me sit on his couch, <laughs> then it would come back to is that I rarely get the feelings that I had in high school and college mm-hmm. as a sports fan. Like that That's the only thing that brings me back to where – like I'm just a completely different person than I was 10 years ago. And Kentucky basketball is the only thing that makes me feel those feelings, those like um, – what the, the, the unjaded, right? The like – I'm just a very naive fan, a vulnerable fan. And to lose in the first round of the SEC tournament, I'm just lashing out. I understand. Like it's it's and and you know what? I get it. I think people earn the right to lash out when it's far below the expectations and standards of Kentucky basketball. This is the second time Kentucky's been a six seed ever because they're just never been like Yeah, and Cal's been an eight seed before. You know, he's he's had he's been four seed several times. Right, but that's what I mean. Like this is the second lowest seed ever, right? In UK, in, in Cal, Cal era, Sam, I yeah. believe so. Yeah. yeah, 
Because I think not, he was maybe a five one time too. So he's been a four, maybe been a five, yeah, been a six, right. he's been an eight. But it was the, I think the th- fourteen team was the only team seated lower. In the I believe tournament. I believe that's accurate. So like it's just not, and we we expected a final four this year. So like we're going to be mad. I, I know, and again, I, yeah, I think yeah. we're kind of splitting hairs. It's, I am mad. I'm not having as much fun. I've mentioned it over the weekend. UK needs to be more competitive. They need to do all these things. It's not that I disagree with any of that. I just think when you lash out over the stuff that doesn't matter, it almost cheapens the well, stuff that actually does. But people can't help it. I, I think a lot of it comes see, down to they just can't help it. They don't like the way they're feeling. It bugs them, so they just like, ah! Yeah. They just need to vent. And, and they, the other part of it, too, is like, I'm – the day after, the, the, I guess it was two days after the loss this time, but usually I have to write like six things about the game afterwards. And so what am I going <laughs> to? No, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I get it like too. Eventually you got to like talk about what they say, and then I'm just like, biscuits are steamed over here. Let's get them unsteamed. Go to Thornton's. But it's March. They, they can make everything. We love Thornton's, and we love the Thornton's text line, and we do appreciate the conversation. And so I, we we just went down a, a – I, I won't get off on any more tangents, but I did want to at least I get it. convey where I'm coming from, where I sound like a Cal hater. It's because I'm just – I, man, especially Friday. I just think some of like the, the, the little things that don't matter that have been brought up now for several years, it's not just like it's been this weekend, Roush, and it's not like it's just you, obviously. It's a ton of people. Mm-hmm. It's a ton of voices. People are frustrated, and they don't really know how to respond, but it's not going to get better by Cal not talking about his TV shows or injuries or saying he needs to play. Cal's going to say the stupid stuff that he's been saying for 10 years. He's always mm-hmm. said this stuff. It's yeah, always been yeah. that case. He just needs to win. You yeah. just need to win. If you win, all this stuff, all the stupid stuff, it seizes, it goes away for the most part. Yeah, you'll lose, and it'll kick up some dust, and you'll hear more stuff every once in a while. But if you can just get back to being a consistent top 10, even top 15 team, competing, winning the SEC, and it's not like this stuff is a decade old for the most part, except for the national championship, which is too long. Um you know, Kentucky won the SEC See, during the pandemic season by three games. That wasn't that long ago. They competed for an SEC championship last year, came up short, was a two-seed. That's Those are spots that we think Kentucky basketball should be in. But you control your own destiny with this stuff, Cal. Yep. If you just win, people are going to shut up about all the stupid, silly stuff. And, and, and the reason why I think we've also latched on to the stupid, silly stuff is because a lot of it has – are, are the way that we're used to seeing Cal teams uh, develop and turn the page over, just w- our eyeballs and brains can't comprehend the disconnect. Yeah, it just it just hasn't linked up this year. And there's this cumulative effect where it's just it's not like one big thing. Like Cal isn't flipping off fans, or you know what I mean. Like he's not pushing down babies, and he's seemingly coaching his buns off. And you thought that they had a good team, but it's just like little little drips that like kind of start to slowly build where they just become more annoying and annoying uh, as the years go. And I can't control other folks' feelings, and people feel that way. And, and Roush is not alone in that feeling. Um, it just people, Everybody wants it to get on the same page, and that is the winning page, which it's the right time of the year to change minds, change perceptions. Yep. And, and, and get, you can do it all by going on a run. Yeah, and if we're doing a radio show in a week and we're previewing – a New York City, Madison Square Garden regional mm. that potentially has a Marquette and a Duke and a Purdue possibly, people are going to be pumped up and they're going to be ready to go. And it's going to get exciting again. But you got to win two games this weekend. Yep. We're going to talk more about it. We're going to get to more text. We're going to take our last break. This is Kentucky Roll Call, Roll Big Exports Radio. Roll Call. 
Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Now let's go to Ollie Williams with the Adoptive Pet of the Week. Who wants this dog? Thanks, Ollie. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call. Don't forget, we mentioned them earlier in the show, but Salt Rita's is Taco Tuesday. We've got two locations in Louisville, Middletown. It's got a drive-thru. It's cold outside. You don't want to get out of your car. Go to the Middletown drive-thru. If you're willing to brave the 38, 39, 40, I'm being facetious with this, 41-degree temperatures for two seconds with their great parking lot in the St. Matthew Salsaritas, you can go inside to a nice warm location and then get even more warmed up with their hot, creamy queso and wildly addictive chips. Salsaritas, it has it all. Download the app today and start your Taco Tuesday off right with some Salsaritas. They open at 11 a.m. this morning. Uh, but if you do ever get there early and you have to wait outside the door like an animal, they'll, they'll still serve you and be nice to you. Talking from experience. <laughs> all right, we got to finish up this text line. Yeah, uh, no shot. <laughs> no shot. Are we going to get sports gambling, TJ? I don't know. I saw your back and forth. I like Larry Glover a lot. I actually do like Larry Glover um, a great deal. I think he does a great job. I think he's a great radio host, and I, I think he's good at his profession. Don't let him bully you about David Thayer comes on my show and says he supports it. That's not how Larry Glover talks. I'm making was, more fun of Damon Thayer. That, uh, I'm making more fun of Damon Thayer. I, but uh, I really did get I, – I was thinking that Damon Thayer was the one who went on Tony Damon Dwight's Thayer show. That is, was Stivers. Is Stivers, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And but they're Sti- both like they're, they're the bad guys. Stiver's a goober, and he's like, but he's an honest goober about it. Thayer, I don't think is necessarily being dishonest, but when he sits up there and he's like, "Well, if we don't have the votes, we don't have the votes." You all got historic casino yeah. slot machine gambling that you all made up some BS about what it actually was. It took you, you twenty four hours. Blink your it. eyes and you fixed yep. that when you had an issue with it. There, if you really want there to be sports gambling like you support, you would make it happen. You'd go to your rural conservatives and you'd say, listen, it's in Indiana. It's in Ohio. It's in West Virginia. It's in Tennessee. It's in Illinois. I'm not sure if it's in Missouri or not. But it's in all these other places. And we're going to get it done. Like, just do me a favor here. I'll do you a favor down the road. We're so close to it. Enough's enough. We're the last state. Just make it happen. Thayer would make that happen. He's the he's the majority leader. He has been with these people for forever, and he still can't get it done. So don't let them say, like, no, he's for it. He's for it. He's got no control about it. Yes, he does. And if he wanted to get it done, he'd get it done. I uh, do have some boots on the ground sources that are optimistic that it actually might get done because there was some late amendment that was added that uh, uh, appears to appease some of the last holdouts. Oh, gosh. So that... What BS amendment would they And that's make? the thing. I don't know exactly what it was. I thought 60% it was... 60% tax on I, every bet. I thought it was a, a, a credit cards can't be used sort of thing deal, which I, that was a part of it already, that you couldn't use some a credit card don't deposit. Let you, some don't let you do it. Yeah, but um, like, which seems reasonable enough ask. So if that's what they had to do to get it passed, so be it. Here's what Thayer said recently. If we only needed 20 votes, I think I could speak pretty confidently that we could pass it. But we need 23, and I would say it's close, and I don't know if we're there yet. Oh, Damon! Whoa! Three extra votes! Oh, no! Oh, little Damon! Three extra votes! No way! I can't get 23. 23, no chance! (laughs) 20, are you kidding me? (laughs) 
nothing. 23, and guess what? We'll never know about it because they won't have to bring it to vote if they don't have the votes, Roush. It'll all be behind closed doors. So Damon could come out and say, hey, you know those three? I just couldn't do it. I tried so hard. All behind closed doors. Of course, you all don't know exactly what we talked about, and it'll be you're not privy to this information because we don't have to call it to a vote and explain ourselves. But it's behind closed doors. I just couldn't do it. Oh, shucks. Maybe next time. But I really want it, just so you know. I really want it. He's full of crap, everybody. Catch on to it. And even when he gets it, and even when this does happen, and it does get done, I'm not sure I'm going to give him any credit. Oh, no. Zero credit whatsoever. I know, there's a little part of me that will say, like, good job, you got it done, finally. Back to the bashing. Saw our boy Nick Wilson, though. He voted yay. So it, there was a Democrat in Louisville that voted no. What the hell was her problem? Oh, who is it? Uh, she mine? Uh, Joe Sanka had... Oh, well, we're... He was like, she didn't make a speech. I don't know why. It's actually surprising. Everybody was surprised by it. I'm pretty sure. Was it accidental? It could have been. Hit the wrong button. (laughs) Hit the wrong button. It's possible. But it's going to the Senate, by the way. But that doesn't mean really much of anything. Because it went to the Senate Senate last year. They never voted for it. And that's that's the most frustrating part is they don't make people vote for things. They'll just say, well, a super majority isn't going to agree to it, so we're not going to put it up for a vote because we don't want them to look bad. It's like, well, that's not how democracy works. Democrats have a precedent of doing stuff like that before. I I think everybody should get rid of it. Everybody get rid of it. Yeah. 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 It's it's the dumbest practice. More transparency. Yes. for the people. That's what we're all for here. Oh, yeah. All right, Scoots, we really made a dent in the text line. Yeah, we did. Let me tell you. Uh, don't know where we're at. A texter says, disagree on Rutgers being a bad matchup. Elite defense, but pretty bad offense. That's the type of team we've done really well against this year. Want to avoid anyone with a top 30 offense first round. Providence is good offense, but there are worse defense in Kentucky. So there should be a lot of points, you would I think. I don't know where Rutgers is coming from. Um, I had mentioned that I'm glad that UK wasn't playing Rutgers. Oh, okay. I do think Rutgers was completely hosed. I dis, I, I dis, I just think Rutgers front court would give UK all sorts of trouble, and I think Kentucky's inability to guard anybody would probably make Rutgers look like a better offense than they actually are. I also want to say this, just like I did a little Twitter space on Sunday night. I like Kentucky's draw from the spot that you're a six seed and. You probably shouldn't like your draw as a six seed. Right. It's still not like I, I don't want to. I don't want you people to, to act like it's teams. a cake a cakewalk. Like yeah. Providence is a game Kentucky should win. They very well could lose, but it's a game they should win. Kansas State has the guards. They have two guards that could give UK a lot of trouble. They've got a little uh, Noel is a very similar to like a severe Wheeler type where he just. I think he leads the Big 12 in assists, and he just can get anywhere on the floor and dish and pass and do that. And then Keontae Johnson is a big physical guard that, like, which one do you put case on? Those are tough games. I, I don't want it to be like I think Kentucky's just got this landslide, easy path to the Sweet 16. I think for a six seed, though, it's all you could really ask for. I don't think there's a team you see in the entire region, let alone the bottom half of the bracket, or even more importantly, in your little pod, that you say, hey, no, that's just not the team. that you can't. You're not beating that team. You can't beat those guys. There's not there. So as a six seed, you got to love that, or you got to be happy with that. But yes, they can lose to Providence. They can definitely lose to Kansas State because they do have a backcourt that's going to be problematic for Kentucky. So I wanted to clarify that I like the road, but it's all. But I like it as in the context of you are a six seed. It's probably going to still be challenging for you. And Kentucky's got a ton of flaws themselves. But let's do it. Tip it up. Let's play it. Let's figure it out. Roush Peak and Big Blue Drew all acting that. To all react to that cow clip, like it's the first time they've ever heard a coach's press conference. You can be mad at the coach without these weird spins or insinuations. No, I actually said I just wanted the locker room open. Well, I 
uh, always want the locker yeah, room open. It would be – it's a very media thing. More transparency say. in my government and in my men's basketball locker room. It also would just be nicer to create relationships with these guys instead of talking to them behind the podium. All yeah, and you'll get a lot of people that will be like, you, you'll get to know them better. But it is true. Yeah. Like, you would get to know them better if you care yeah. about that stuff. Most some of these do, guys that I, I – the ones I'd, that I've gotten to know better, it's like, oh, I like them. I just want to win. I, I, if a team was really like that, twenty one team seemed like a good group of fellas, but like they're not going to be all that likable to me because they won nine games. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't care if that fifteen team was the biggest d bags in the history of the sport. They won thirty eight games. They're good folks to yep. me. <laughs> like you know, Great. so much of this comes back to what we Great talked guys. about earlier this hour. Just win. Yep. Just win. We'll like you. If you lose, you're going to hear a bunch of annoying, stupid crap. With the caveat that we could lose anyone, you have to be happy about that draw. Providence is good offense, but stylistically it doesn't scare you as much. They've been pretty bad the last two months, which I, I think is agreed. the three-game losing streak, seven and eight over their last 15. I like, really just, love that. Like, I guess I'd rather have it than the alternative than you're playing a team that's won 15 straight or something like that. Right, but, but they're just not. I hope they're not due. <laughs> but I do like the matchup. They're I mean, not, hey, we're both due. Somebody's exactly, due. Exactly, no kidding. Somebody's due. I really like the bottom half of the bracket and hope we can take advantage of it. I have no expectations of this team, just hope that they they could win. I could see them losing on Friday by 15 or going to the lead eight. Go Cats. Totally agree. Nothing. I have no idea what to expect from this team. And again, I think if you're like setting your hopes up as, oh, it is a good draw. Oh, we are going to make a run. This is the team that's going to let you down. If you're also dead set on this team losing on Friday, it's probably the group that's going to that's going to win a few games. You just never know with them. They really are the ziggers while you're zagging. Glad I got on Twitter Spaces to get a breakdown of the bracket just to be enlightened about the toilet habits of media members. Oh, yeah. I talked about, like, sharing rooms with people in the media back Ooh, in the that's day. that's fun. Yeah. You, you share rooms with media members all the time. Yeah. it's I mean, it's typically just... Maybe up. we can talk about toilet etiquette tomorrow. Fine by me. I wonder where you stand. I'd like to think you're experienced and, and uh, thoughtful enough to not just blow up bathrooms. Yeah, like you just go to the hotel lobby. But like sometimes, oh, well, that's really generous. But I was just talking more of like after you do your business, you flush and then you finish your business. You know what I mean? Like you don't let something stew. Well, of course not. Okay, good. Why would you let anything stew? Some people are stewers. They're stewers, Roush. Don't look at me that way. Really? They, yeah. What? I don't think I don't think you realize like people sometimes don't consider their bathroom business complete until they're ready to stand up and wash their hands, as if you only get like one flush and that's all you get. You need to make no. sure that handle is working properly throughout the process. If it, yeah, if it needs it, yeah. Yeah, we talked about yeah. that. On As the someone who works in hotels, I can confirm there are stewards. It's gross. It is gross. It's very gross. It doesn't smell good. Although it is very bizarre if you go to a hotel and the toilets aren't just like will suck you in if you get too close to it. Usually those things are warp speed. I'm just saying there's like a process to the whole process, and once you finish step one, which is the first process, flush. Then uh, you, always. Then you, you, I, I think if you're sharing a room with somebody, you should Oh, if you're that. sharing a room, yeah. okay. Yeah. you're sharing a room yeah. with somebody. And then secondly, the people that just sound like, I, I think on the Twitter space I use the, the word having an exorcism. But the people that sound like they're having an exorcism when they're using the bathroom, like put on some background music. Turn the shower on to drown some of that oh, stuff Oh, yeah, that, that's the move, the nobody, shower. Like, yeah. hotel walls aren't always the thickest. <laughs> so I don't... <laughs> fix that reenactment, Scoots. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, Scoots. Trevor, they were being mean to you yesterday. Did you listen? No, I didn't hear any of it. First off, Trevor said he made you throw the L's down down in the picture. Like, he made you do it. Is that true? Uh, um, So, actually, opposite. He wanted me to throw an L's up. 
So we took the first picture where I was just holding the cash. Why would he lie about that? And then he was like, all right, now throw an L's up. And I was like, yeah, right, Trevor. I'll throw an L's down. I'm not throwing an L's up. He said he made you throw an L's down and you didn't want to do it. He wanted me to throw an L's up. That's the truth. Why would he lie? That is the truth of it. It's just he lies about the smallest little things. And then uh, Mike was being mean, saying that could have been like a, a, a picture you had used for life, Twitter profile picture, but you stuck your tongue out and made it weird. I think your tongue looks great. I, I think, think it's a so great too. picture. And I think the fact that it triggers them that much more, I think you need to rub that picture in their yeah, face. Yeah, it just means it's a good picture. Consistently. Yep. Like, I think maybe you text that picture into the text line once a day for the next six years, maybe. That is hilarious Something. that he said I threw the L- he wanted me to throw the L's down. Now, he wanted the L's up. What a little line sack uh, of you I'm going to call what. him out today. Well, we got to. We got to. I got your back, buddy. A texter says, we're just simply getting absolutely cooked on defense. Nobody can stay in front. Nope. That is kind of a little thing that worries me about heading into this week is just like, what if they're just done defensively? Like, what if they've just, you know, that Arkansas game, they kind of dug deep, they fought yeah. hard, but they're just like, they, they can't hold onto the rope anymore. They're a bad defensive team, and they're just ready to be cooked. Because when you see Vandy do that to you twice in 10 days, your brain goes there. I want to just, I'm telling myself it's just Vandy. I, it may actually Vandy. be Vandy. I yeah. mean, they played five guards at certain points in the game. Uh, the issue is when they played that goober Melora Brown, we couldn't we couldn't stop their guards anyways, even when his big butt was clogging up the lane. Uh, another texture says, Roush, can you explain your tweets on being let down? Yeah, I <laughs> I think did, we've done that We did today. that. Yeah. Um, I think you can hear it in the podcast. Check it out wherever you get podcasts. Also, Severe shouldn't even be present on the satellites anymore. It's just <laughs> going to blatantly quit in front of our faces. He doesn't deserve the time of day. Reports say he's definitely not coming back. Just leave Buddy and take your tissues with you. I don't know if I saw the reports he's definitely not coming back. I don't think we've seen him I don't him think again. anybody think expects him to. We've been. Yeah. I think we've been saying that for a little bit. I, if he wants to be there, Texter, why does it matter? If the team wants him around, why does it matter? We'll hear stories after the fact, though. For sure, we'll hear stories after the fact. A Texter says, wish the Cats were playing for you on your birthday, but happy birthday, TJ. Thanks for providing me with many chuckles daily. You, Roush, and Scoots do phenomenal work, and I'm very appreciative for you guys. Thank you, and thanks for thanks. the KRC listeners that reached out and said happy birthday. Nobody from Big Exports Radio did, uh, but appreciated the texters and the listeners. I told you who, on air who, on Friday. Who did? It was I my birthday. I sent you a Venmo transaction, sir. That was very nice yeah. of you, Roush. And you're, I hope you you're, enjoyed the, you're the exception. The, uh, are you, do you do the Guinness on St. Patrick's Day? I do green beer, but it's right. usually probably just light, crappy green beer. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's a, fun, though. Like a, a Guinness is like a, a one-off, like, okay, but I don't understand no. people who could... Couldn't do that, no. Do you at least do it when you drop the Irish whiskey in it? Don't do that either. Oh, no. Somebody did buy me a shot for my birthday on Saturday. I was like, please, no. Man, I'm not too <laughs> Like, I just... <laughs> please, no. Uh, I was what kind of shot did they buy you? A Patron shot. Did you take it? Yeah. I'm not going to be Patron's rude. Patron's the it's best. Also, uh, I'm not going to be rude. It was a nice birthday gesture. I would but. think that they would do like a... Uh, Something Irish, Irish, Irish yeah, whiskey sort of yeah. thing, which would be so much worse. So at least you can just like lime your way out of a tequila shot, you know? It's true. Yeah. I wish the cat or uh, texture says, I see a lot of complaints about Kentucky record in the SEC tournament compared to when Cal started. I think people don't realize how much better the SEC has gotten over the years. SEC isn't comparable to five to ten years ago. SEC is one of the top leagues in the country. It used to be pretty cheeks, let's be honest. Trevor actually had a really good point yesterday as well, he talked well, about well. I know. I got to give him credit where credit's due. But he was like, Georgia Tech just hired Pacific's old coach. 
and Ole Miss just hired Chris Beard. That shows you the difference in the leagues right now, and it is true. Yeah, like yeah. while you, the you'll, effect, you'll get the national media talking about how great of a hire Georgia Tech made. I forget what the guy's name is, and he may actually be a good hire. Rutherford gave it like the seal of approval. Like this guy could be actually pretty good. It's not whatever. Oh, people forget but, Damon Sotomayor was at Pacific. Damon before. Sotomayor, yeah. there you go, and he did, he did all right there supposedly. Yeah, and then was uh, NBA for assistant. Supposedly for he thought he was going to get the Arizona job. Rutherford said he thought. Uh, he was making the Arizona job. When he didn't, he went to the NBA. Gotcha. Um, so maybe he will be good, but it does show kind of the difference in the leagues right now that Ole Miss, one of the bottom-of-the-barrel basketball yep. programs, is is willing to make that hire in the ACC. They're, they're not. Rash, I saw you had some feedback on the lack of execution and coaching by Kentucky. Do you care to elaborate? I think we've done enough of that. Yep. Anything you want to add? No, no, I said it on uh... Twitter. How was nice back and forth with Bobby Regan. How was your all Saturday? Had a lot of fun. It was great seeing folks out there. Uh, and then we'll get to do it again this Friday on actual St. Patrick's Day. Woo-hoo. Dennis Evan commits to UVL. We'll see if Kenny can get the train rolling. Ooh, one thing we didn't mention. They're going to uh, get Scott Clark, and I don't think Scott Clark's that great. Kid wears glasses. Can we trust? When was the last center that was Dennis good Evans? that wore glasses? He, uh, he does look a little dorky, but Horace he's Grant. very, very long. Yeah, Horace Grant. Do you all think Hurd gets rid of Kenny if they don't make the tourney next season, or is he going to give him a long leash? I think if they don't make the tournament next season, he'll get rid of him. There also has to be like some sort of people showing up and caring That's aspect true of it. Yeah. Like if he gets them, they win some big games. They could win some big games if they beat Virginia, right? Uh, and they and they win a couple ACC tournament games, but they don't win the NCAA tournament. People might be optimistic enough. Texture says. Can't complain about the drawing. Any other region would have been tougher. Let's go. I kind of agree with that. I do wish they just were in Michigan State spot, and then you got USC in the first round, and then you got Marquette in the second round, and you were in Columbus. I do think Marquette's probably better than Kansas State, but I think UK matches up with Marquette a little bit better. We'll just save that game for the Sweet 16, though. Yep, we'll be, save we'll it be, for them. We'll beat both of them. Uh, Scoot's a four-and-a-half-point opening game spread. is very dangerous. Kent State, I'd be terribly nervous. Hate four-and-a-half. Yeah. My least favorite line in basketball. I'd, Not I'd scared. be scared. Not dude. scared. I'd be a little bit nervous. All right, we're going to put a pin in it there. We're going to wrap up the show. Again, it's going to be a little bit of a slower week just because Cats don't play until Friday. But you got tournament games tonight. Do you have – I got Pittsburgh beating Mississippi State. Same. I just – I don't – Mississippi State's offense is one of the worst in college basketball. I just don't know anything about Pittsburgh. People forget Jeff Capel's the coach. People do forget that. Yeah. Everybody have a great Tuesday. Thanks for all the texts on the show. We will catch up at some point, I promise. When you're texting them in, we'll get to them just maybe a couple days later. <laughs> this is KRC on the Big X. CJ Walker, Nick oh, Rouse, Justin Kaler. Yeah. We'll see you on Wednesday. It's gonna be okay.